Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Happy Election Day to you. Happy Memphis Basketball Win Day. Memphis Basketball got a very encouraging win yesterday on the road. Was their first road win to open a season since 1988. Took care of Vandy last night. A week from tonight, they'll play their next game against St. Louis. But, yes, a very sticky defense was on display last night for the Memphis Tigers. John and I will get all into it and our thoughts going forward. See what John thought about those Malcolm Dandridge minutes. How about that start for Malco? Hey! Maybe uh, the rest of the show not as excited as me. That's all right. We'll keep moving. The Grizzlies come up a little short. 109-106 loss to the Boston Celtics. Nothing to be ashamed of there. Jason Tatum uh, is a beast. You know, I like to tell you, Jason Tatum, former War Eagle, John. Every time I get a chance, mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that you remember that. And frankly, their big two was just a little bit too much for our big two last night. You know what I'm saying? Jalen and Tatum basically scored 60, outscored your guy, Morant and Bain, what, 60-49. And essentially the difference. We can get in, into the nuts and bolts of it. We'll do that. And then uh, Saints last night, they got hammered by a Baltimore defense that I told you, John, would be stronger with Roquan. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the Ravens are a factor. Tigers got a nice win yesterday. Uh, Grizzlies covered, so you know that's for many. That's all that matters. Matters to many. Uh, but uh, but yes, we'll get into all of that today here on the show. Jam packed, very very packed show. Jessica Benton's going to join us at eleven twenty five. Yes. Talk to her about the Memphis Grizzlies State of the Union address as we do every Tuesday here on the show. Twelve twenty five. We're going to be joined in studio by Norton Hurd the fourth. Team Thad, program director and coach. He was in the building last night at Vandy. Saw it up close and personal. Sweat. Yes, lots of sweatiness. So we'll get into that with uh, with Norton Hurd, the fourth, at 1225. And then at 125, Trista Crick is back up in the building. Get her thoughts on the NBA. Um, some, uh, you know, some, some storylines there. The Nets, obviously, uh, are 3-0 against the spread since Kyrie Irving went away. How about that? I did not know that. Yeah, three and zero. I think overall, and three and zero against the spread since oh Kyrie God. Irving went away. So, um, get her, get her thoughts on that. Get her thoughts on the latest news, which is that Joe Sy is being pressured not to hire Ime Udoka by people in the organization. So, mm. talk there about that and more at one twenty-five. So that is the show today. But I do think you got to focus on the winner here. You got to focus on winners. And that distinction belongs to the Memphis Tigers. Would it be Los Tigres? Mm-hmm. Los Tigres go into Memorial Gymnasium. It's hot. The floors all are elevated. Sidelines are on the baseline. You notice that? Yes, yeah, weird. It's a weird, weird stadium. It's a weird setup. Depth perceptions all over the place. And they really handled Vanderbilt. I mean, Bandy did outscore him in the second half, but a lot of that was garbage. I'm going through many different languages today. I've already given you some Spanish. 
I just gave you a French iteration. What's next? It's not. That was Marv Albert, fool. Yeah. Uh, so it was just uh, garbage time. Um, a lot of that for Vanderbilt. There was never really a point where you're watching and you're like, all right, Vanny's about to make a run. Like you just never felt that. I mean, it was just a. It was, it was a taking care of business type of win for the Tigers. They win. They cover up twelve at the half. Held the Vanderbilt Commodores to twenty-two points. I mean, there was a time in that game where, you know, um, and I made this. I made this joke on Twitter. I'm going to bring it to the show. Good, I didn't see it. Yeah, good. Um, it was like that. It was, it was the new Camp Lejeune. It's like, don't drink the water, bro. This game is ugly. This game is toxic. Um, but but I think we learned some things about that. I'm curious. What did we learn? I think we learned some things that. Uh, if you're expecting this to be a you know beautiful poetic you know rhythmic iteration of Memphis basketball, I think you are going to be disappointed. But if you want to stack up wins, and if you want to get back to the NCAA tournament, and you want to improve upon your seating, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. So I think that is kind of my early, my early takeaways from Memphis. And, the, and again, it's just one game against a, a, a Vanderbilt team that lived up to its reputation of being 12th in the SEC in the preseason, I thought, is that Kendrick Davis is different, and he made an immediate impact. There was a play in the first half where he hit, I think, it, I, think I want to say it was Elijah McCadden on a no-look pass with him cutting baseline. That nobody on this roster has ever made, like in the under Penny Hardaway, like nobody, no, no guard has ever made that kind of a pass or that kind of a play. So that was off, that was off the rip, like an observation. He does things that no player under Penny Hardaway has been able to do, um, which is just facilitate and make those kinds of plays while keeping defenses honest. So Kendrick Davis made an immediate impact, even though he didn't shoot the ball particularly well. He still impacted the game in a major way, and you could just see. You could just all the all the preseason stuff about how important he's going to be. It it was there. It was there for you to see uh, last night. So that was that was my first uh, my first takeaway. Uh, secondly, you know, look, uh, it's never going to be pretty for Memphis. It's going to be a grind for them. It's going to be uh, an effort every game they play. But with the defensive tenants that they they've already they've had. Since Penny took over, you know they've got the length, they've got the athleticism, and and Ko didn't even play that much in the second half at all. He didn't play at all, did he, in the second half, right? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> they still have so many guys they can throw at you that are big and tall and long. Um, that uh, look, it, look, it, it was it was a, a a good win. It's a road win against an SEC team, and it was never in doubt. Like, when's the last time? You've been able to say that about a Memphis basketball team under Penny Hardaway going into an SEC environment and the game never really being in doubt. That that's uncharted territory, you know. And, and it was ugly. And it was not like you know because people always want this. Um, you know, <clears throat> they want it to look good, and it, and it, and and it, and it didn't. It didn't look good, but it was a win, and it was a convincing win, and it was a win you can build on, and it was something that you just don't typically see happen. Under Penny Hardaway, so I I thought it was a very very positive night for Memphis basketball. I mean, Tiger shot fifty one percent from the floor. If you take off the three point shooting, yeah. uh, on twos they shot sixty five percent. So I know offensively the threes weren't dropping, and they're probably not going to drop for much of the season. We've spent plenty of time on that. There's just not a ton of shooting on this team. Last night they go five of nineteen from three, but again inside the arc, twenty two of thirty four. The thing that struck me most, I, I'll be honest with you. First half, you're talking about how sticky they are defensively. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's 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 what you have what you've come to expect now from Penny Hardaway coach teams. But there does seem to be that advantage of my gosh, look how much older this team is than everybody else. And if you go and look at it, and I know I know Gary saw it this morning on Ken Palm. Jeff talked about it. There isn't a more experienced team in college basketball. I realize that in terms of this unit. Not much, not a ton of experience playing together, but you're talking about guys. No one else in the country has got a more experienced uh, outfit in terms of guys who have played college basketball games. And going back to your point about winning ugly, when, when you've played this many college basketball games and you're that experienced, 
it's such a valuable thing. Hell, Penny told you this middle of last season. This is what he wanted to be. Why? I want to be older in college basketball because of the difference it can make, right? Guys that have been through it. And so every time last night that Vandy, it even felt like they were started to sniff mm-hmm. a chance to get back in the game. I'll go back to your point. Kendrick Davis or DeAndre Williams, 26. Kendrick Davis, fifth-year guy. The, those experienced guys answered. And, 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 and for Memphis, that's going to be the thing you rely on. I, I expect it to be ugly in terms of if, you, you know, if we're talking about three-pointers not going in for most of the season. But that can be a strength, playing ugly. You know, you know, hitting the offensive glass, turning teams over last night, yep. 13 to- turnovers, but you get 18 points out of it. Yep. And so if that's winning ugly, and, you know, it, winning ugly can be a beautiful thing, especially when you've got this much experience in college basketball. So, so I, I would say very encouraging to see Memphis handle a team that, you're right, John, 12th out of 14 teams of the SEC, they're big. You needed to handle People wanted to see you handle them. Well, they did pretty much from start to finish, and I thought imposed their will particularly defensively early on. Hopefully you'll be able to do that in most of your games. We know through most of the AAC schedule. Yep. We'll see what it looks like against some of the better teams in the SEC. you got four more SEC opponents. Yeah, I mean, look, we've seen games like this where it has gone the other way. I mean, Georgia is a prime example last season. Georgia was not picked. They were probably picked you know, 13th or 14th in the SEC last year. Memphis goes down there. And they lose outright. So we have seen, we have, you know, just because a team is bad, doesn't, it hasn't precluded Memphis from losing to them in the past when things have not been going well. I think what this illustrates is that, you know, the, the best case scenario about what we thought about this Memphis team was do they have their stuff together? Do they have, you know, I, I think the roles are pretty well defined. Just again, one game, one small sample size. It looked like watching it last night. Everybody kind of knew. There's a pecking order, right? What very clearly what they need to do. Mm-hmm. You know, Elijah McCadden, for an example. I liked what we saw from him. He's an energy guy. He pops up in the corner, knocks down that three. That's what he did at uh, at Georgia Southern. That's what he's going to do for Memphis. You know, Keontae had a bad night shooting the ball. Those are they're going to be better days. They're going to be better nights for him. He's going to have to score better. Um, you know, Malcolm is 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 giving you some big minutes inside um, and. You know, coming up with with rebounds and and uh, and things like that. So it just it, you know Chandler comes in and gives you some nice minutes off the bench as well. Like it just feels like there's no confusion about okay, what do I do? Who's our go to guy? Well, and initially you you figured after missing most of the summer with the team that Alex Lomax, you're putting him in a position where he's now going to be in a backcourt with Kendrick. How's that going to look? Right. Is it going to work? What's yep. Kendrick going to look like off the ball? What's more important? What's Alo going to give you? That's right. And and we've gone this far pretty much without you know mentioning the fact that he's he gives you ten and ten last night. Okay, um, if you're going to get that kind of Alo that frees up Kendrick Davis in a way offensively that you re- listen with the lack of shooters, you know you need it. Did did we see it this summer? No, but things changed. Obviously, Alo gets healthy, and last night, not knowing how that's going to look. John, they looked much more together. Yes, the experience is there, but we didn't know how they would look together. I thought, for the most part, that backcourt looked pretty strong together. Again, are you going to get a Alo's du- first double double of his career? Wow. No, but can you get Alo making the right decisions in a new group? Right, helping that cohesion, helping it early on. When and frankly, that's been the issue for Memphis the last couple of seasons. Yep. Absolutely, he helps you in terms of making the right decisions. Yep. So it it all seemed to click. We didn't know if that would be the case going well, into last night. It, it, Had a ton of question marks on what to expect in terms of how they would look together. It, it goes back to you know what we talked about. You know, I was talking to an agent before the season started, and I said, you know, what do you think about this team? And he said, I, it doesn't have the NBA talent, but it might be a better college basketball team. And I think last night is a perfect example of that. You know, it, it, there wasn't like this this guy that sort of rose above, but it, it was it was a team that was doing things that were necessary to win the game. Okay, they cut it to eight. So so what happens in the second half? Kendrick Davis goes and draws the foul. DeAndre Williams hits the three. You know, nobody would have ever accused Virginia of winning pretty. That's never anything that somebody has exactly. But they win. Or they they did. They don't as much anymore. But they did. They won a championship, and they did it because they locked down defensively. They suffocated you. They took the air out of the ball. Now, Penny's not going to do that. Like He's going to get out and run, and so there's going to be a little bit more volatility offensively. <clears throat> but I do think there is such a high baseline of defensive intensity every single night that they are going to prop, be able to prop themselves up to win a decent amount of games. 
because of it. And the kicker and what makes this different than past years, because they've always been very, very good defensively. Top five pretty much every year in the advanced metrics over at Kim Palm. What's going to set them apart as a team this year is Kendrick Davis. That's the difference. Because now when you get into a jam offensively and you go on those patented droughts, right? everybody knows who's getting you out of it. Everybody knows. And he will. He's, he's the player of the year. He's going he's gonna to draw a foul. He's going to get to the rim. He's going to you know kick it out for a three from somebody. He is a, he is a uh, to me there've only been two real playmakers at Memphis under Penny Hardaway that you would say could absolutely do that and that's Kendrick Davis and that's Jeremiah Martin. And you only had Jeremiah Martin for a year and you didn't have anybody around him. So if you you know it, it's it's and he had an amazing year. I think that's the you know I was thinking about that last night. Like this is Jeremiah Martin. Memphis added Jeremiah Martin at point guard on a team that includes DeAndre Williams on a team that has experience, you know, and, and some senior transfers and, and experience. So, yeah, I, I, I do. I, I've, I've been bullish on this team. I've always thought they're, a, they're an NCAA tournament team. You know, I don't – what's the ceiling? Could the ceiling be a, a second weekend? I, I think it could be easily. Um, finish second in the AAC, you know, beat Auburn on a neutral site. You know, could you do that? I think you could. I think when you, when you, when you can lock down defensively – and you have a guy that can get you out of emergency situations like Kendrick, you can win in college basketball. Yeah, that, that play you're talking about, you said it was McCadden that caught it, where, where Kendrick goes up, he no-looks it, and the entire defense goes with his eyes. Exactly. And it's an easy layup there yep. for McCadden. You're absolutely right about that. Ball. And, and Jeremiah, yeah, same in that he can break it down, go get you a bucket, but different in the sense that, you're talking about a guy who's been among the league leaders a in facilitator, assists. yep. Exactly. Yep. And has that ability. We said going into the season that if you had shooters, and you heard Jaden Hardaway say this after the game, but if you had shooters, Kendrick Davis can make the game so much easier for those other guys with the way he can play point guard. And John's absolutely right about that play because, again, the defense reacts to him. It, it creates an easy layup for a role guy. It, right now, you've got two of the top 50 players in college basketball, at least according to CBS Sports, in DeAndre and Kendrick Davis. That's going to lead you on most nights. And what it feels like is there's already, we're one game in, you can't make a ton of it and say it's all the way done. But it seems like, John, there is a, there, there's a pecking order in terms of guys falling in behind. Absolutely, man. And with those two guys making it easier for everybody else and a defense that can make things ugly like they did last night, you can go in, number one in experience in college basketball. Nobody, nobody's got more. Nobody's older. You can go a long way, John, in yep. college basketball that way. So, so we'll see. We'll see if you can – the, the pieces are there. I'm curious what DeMario Franklin can add to the equation in terms of offensively, right? Yeah. I'll tell you what, Jaden Hardaway creating his own shot on that little baseline jumper. Yep. At the time that he hit it, they, they could use it. You know, he gave him a, de- a, a nice little 14 minutes, six points, goes two of three. And he said afterwards, what, what I was referring to is that, listen, they've told me my role is to space the floor and knock down open shots because they're going to be there when you're playing on a team that's got Kendrick Davis. So on a night where most of college basketball, or at least most of the significant programs, were all playing cupcakes right in by games, you went out and got you a, a win, a, 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 a quality win, an encouraging win, against an SEC opponent on their home floor, first row win open the season since 1988. I'd say that's a pretty good first game. Uh, hard to ask for better. You know? Hard to because they win my twenty, I guess. And you get a nice but, little step up, John. Yep. With St. Louis, no, week, yeah. a week from today. Yep. You know, a team that's right there with you in terms of in the thirty. I think Memphis moved up six spots, spots into the twenties over Ken Palm. So, you know, St. Louis looks pretty dominant yesterday. Picked second in their conference, but had like seven first place votes. You know, a team that I think brings back four starters. It'll be a nice little step up in terms of okay. Well, now let's see the next gauge. What do you look like against this? Sure, it would be nice if you had. You know, Demaria Franklin eligible. I suppose we there, we we have no clue how long that could go, but right now you like where Memphis is one game in. Uh, again, it's it starts have been good starts have been impossible to come by under Penny Hardaway. They just have. You know, this is not. I, and I was listening to to GP talk about this yesterday. I don't think this should be taken for granted. Even though Vanderbilt was picked twelfth in the SEC, it's still an SEC team. Look around college basketball last night. Tell me who Kentucky was playing. Tell me who TCU was playing. Tell me who top 25 teams were playing. Tell me who Duke was playing. Yeah, everybody's playing scrubs. They're playing bad teams. You know, 
Vanderbilt's not a good team, but they're still a Power 5 team with real players. Like, they had experienced guys on that team, too. And it was on the road. It was a, it was at – this was not a neutral site. This was at Vandy. So, we know how these things can go for Memphis. And this was a departure from that. Now, last year they were 5-0. and oh, You remember that. They yeah, just, but it just they, crumbled so fast. But they didn't play anybody. I mean, we're, we're acting like they've started 0-5 the last three years. Yeah, but it's just, just like make, once they started once playing. Once they hit, what well, they lost 4-5 in a row. Yeah, who they – I mean, they started – they played nobody, though, to start that season. until and, 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 Yeah, I mean, not, ended up knocking off Virginia Tech, and I'm sure we were saying similar things when they're sitting there 5-0 and oh after yeah. beating that Virginia Tech team. They play they like – They go uh, on to lose four straight Iowa State, Georgia, Mississippi, Murray State. Yeah, that, like that's when they they when the, when the actual. But, but there was a decent start last year with a win over Virginia Tech before you know sort yes. of the wheels came off. So just just making sure we've we've got proper perspective here. Yeah, no, Don't I mean go too crazy over a road win. That said, yes, this is likely going to be so long as Vandy stays in the top seventy-five of the net. You're looking at a quad one win already. Yeah, they beat Tennessee Tech, North Carolina Central, St. Louis, St. Louis at home, and then West Kentucky at home. Um, so you know. Not not terrible opponents, but those are all home games, and the St. Louis is nowhere near the team it is this year. But yeah, you're going to be getting a very different St. Louis team, and it's going to be there. So that, if if they are able to emerge out of St. Louis, I think it's Heifetz Heifetz Arena. I think is what it is. If they can come out of that gym with a win. Like, it, it will be one of the most impressive regular did, season wins for did, Penny Hardaway. Did they have any votes in the AP poll? I got to believe they did, man. They'll I, be, they'll be, they'll be, they might be close. It'll certainly be in the others now, just going into next week, right? Because that St. Louis game won't be till a week from today. They beat Murray State by 23. I mean, I know they're, you know, rebuilding there at Murray, but still. Oh, St. Louis legit, dude. Yeah. They could win the A-10. They're a real team. I think Dayton was picked to win it, but St. Louis had set, like I told you, seven first place votes. They got, they got, they got Javante Perkins, who's a beast. They got Jimerson. Um, yeah, it's, uh. It's it's a real it's a real basketball team. So, well, and they lost to you last year. Exactly. So it's a, that that's going to be a real test. That's one where you win that, and you're talking about like, okay, what? How high can the seed be? Seriously, I'm, I'm dead serious. You could go on the road and win two games like that. Those are going to loom very large for Memphis come March. They just are road wins well, in non-con. They matter. Like we said, we're talking about one game in, but these are the important games for Memphis right now. That's why you talked about it. Like all of these in this non-conference, so important to you because the lack of quality opportunities in conference play. So again, these quad one opportunities, like this one is right now, you got to seize them right now. Your non-conference matters. This early season matters a great deal for Memphis when we're talking no about seeding down the road. So they all matter. No doubt. And look. At a place like Memphis, and Cal understood this. Cal, Cal got this. He knew that he could not rely on a Conference USA to to get a good seed, that's why, and that's why the schedule is going to have to stay jacked up. Yeah, because that now you lose Houston. Yes, I mean you're gonna you're gonna so non-conference going to have to stay jacked. Every every year is going to have to look like this. It just is. If you want to be more than a nine or an right. eight or a seven, yes, there'll you know, probably as your be, conference as the conference winner and you know a watered down AAC next year. The, even more water. You'll have down. to sort of know your team personnel because you're not gonna like you're, every year. You're not gonna want to just get your brains beat in. But if you have a team that you feel like can compete, like Memphis next year, Memphis is adding Mikey Williams. They're adding a bunch of other guys. They're gonna have to play a schedule just like this one, and it's gonna be tough because there'll be a bunch of freshmen. Um, but you know that's what you got to do. I don't know, man. Alo and them could all come back. They could. Deandre, don't, DeAndre got another seed, another year, don't they? With the COVID and the, I guess DeAndre Williams was really good last night. I mean, yeah, yes, he was fantastic. I mean, he's really he, good. He looks healthy. Yeah, he looks bouncy. Looks like that back's in good shape. Absolutely, that's a key for you. I thought it was a. Uh, I thought it was a beautiful start. It was a beautiful start for uh, Tiger basketball program starting the season one and zero, no drama. There was never any moment in that game from the very beginning where you mm-hmm. thought Vanderbilt was going to actually come back and, and have a chance to win this thing. And that's rare on the road in college basketball. It just is. It is. Two unranked teams, it's very rare to see one get handled the way that, that Memphis handled Vanderbilt. Absolutely. We'll come back. Jessica Benson is going to join us on the other side, talk to her about what the Grizz did last night against the Celtics and more. Stick around. Jason and John, how do you turn to FM, ESPN? Hey, start NFL Week 10 off right this Thursday with a no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Doesn't matter if you're new. To FanDuel, if you've already got an account, you're going to get free bets back if your Thursday night same-game parlay doesn't hit. Now, NFL same-game parlays are a cool way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. Got Falcons and Panthers. Ugh. 
Might as well put a couple of shekels on it, right? Make it a little bit more interesting. Go P.J. Walker over on the passing yards. Kyle Pitts receiving yards. You can do it that way. Build your own or choose from one of the popular SGPs that are pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. That's really helpful as a new user. However you want to play, you can bet the NFL on Thursday night with a no-sweat same-game parlay. Just sign up again with the promo code JSmith if you don't already have an account. Again, that's J-S-M-I-T-H. If you already have FanDuel, you're all set. Just sign in, see what you got. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL and a 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. Three-plus legs, minimum dollar bet required, refund issued. As non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after receipt, max free bet five bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Jessica Benson is the host of Rise and Grind, part of the Grizz Radio Network here on 92.9 FM ESPN. And she has already voted. We're so proud of you. You didn't vote today, right? You voted like three weeks ago. Yeah, I voted a week ago. I was not going to get stuck waiting in lines. I got it done. But if you didn't get it done, you should go do it now, today. Isn't there like a, uh, I don't know, it's weird. When I vote, like I do, I feel this and it, maybe it's, it's like, power. It's, 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 it's not like, it's not power, but it's like, it, it's, it's gratefulness. It's weird. It's like, I, I get to like have a, you know, however big or small it is, you know, people will always tell you like, your vote matters. I'm like, I'm in Tennessee. No, it doesn't, you know, but, 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 but there is a, there is a sense of like, you know, you look around the world and the world is a certain, in a certain state and condition but like the the fact that you get to like have your say and, and and punch that button on the candidate that you believe in, like there is something there is something emotional about that, isn't there? Or, or maybe that's just yeah. my weird brain. No, I agree. I think it's really sweet. Isn't the right word, but it is sweet, and it's something that everyone should remember. I, I know a lot of people echo the sentiments that you just said, where it's like, ah, oh, man. It doesn't matter, but it does, and it's the only thing you can do. It's one of the great things about, you know, living in a democracy as we do, and it's, it's so important to go out and exercise your vote and really have the opportunity to at least do your small part in playing a role in the bigger picture. So if you haven't gone out and voted yet, uh, go out and do it. It's, it's easy. You get a sticker. Who doesn't love a sticker? We don't get nearly enough stickers in adulthood anyway. We used to always get stickers, so go out and get it done. That was a tough ask of the Grizzlies last night, wasn't it, Jess? In, oh, in it all sure fairness, was. third game in four nights, you know, back to back, you're down Stephen Adams, and essentially, it, you know, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were just a little bit too much. Isn't that what it all boils down to, essentially? Absolutely, and we're far past the point of moral victories with this team. Sure. Like this isn't about moral victories. This team is good, 
frankly. That, that's what they are. But eventually, when you're dealing with attrition and injuries and when it comes for not one, but your two big men now being without Steven Adams and without Jaron Jackson Jr., it was just too tough last night coming off of another dense part of the schedule that just continues to sandwich pack a bunch of games together. It doesn't necessarily get a lot easier. But the Celtics were the most complete team that the Grizzlies have faced this season. They're the defending Eastern Conference champs for a reason. Jason Tatum is phenomenal. I thought he came into this building with a point to prove as he wants his name to be involved in the way too early. It's it's still November people, but MVP race and what he and and Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart in terms of how long they've played together as a unit, you see what it can look like for the Grizzlies in the future. It's not like the Grizzlies are that far behind. And I think they play to a similar level, but just, it was yet another learning opportunity for the Grizzlies. So if you don't want to be like, ah, they can learn from every loss, but you really can and there's only so much you can do when you're down two pretty big players. You throw in Dyer Williams as well. You just want to get healthy right now. Like there was a there was a, a point last night where, um, and I really I, I locked into the Grizzlies once it became pretty obvious that 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 the Tigers were not going to drop that game to Vanderbilt. And as I was doing it, you know, it, I'm, I'm coming in. John and, and Tatum are, are are trading buckets. It's like a, it's a high level fireworks show, and it just struck me that. This is every night with the Grizzlies. You know, you know what I mean? Like it's not like this is a once in a, you know, month kind of a game here when Mike Conley had the 40 points against the Spurs in the playoffs and it was great. We loved it. Like Ja and the Grizzlies do some version of this every single night. And it's just like it, it's in, it's so special and I, you know, I, it, it's hard to soak in, but like the degree of specialness that that is that you can turn it on on a random freaking Monday night and Jaws trading barbs with the best in the NBA night to night, like that is that's incredibly special and you cannot take it for granted. Yeah, and that's because he is amongst the best in the NBA at this point. Like he's not growing into that role. He is very full fledged, embraced that, and I think it's it's funny that we you almost do start to take it for granted just because it becomes so regular. But last night he has. 38 rebounds, nine assists. He's flirting out there with a 30-point triple-double. And, yes, it's in a loss, and he's always going to be the first to say, like, oh, it means nothing unless it's a win at the end of the night. But I think I saw your tweet about the move, the spin move around Grant Williams. I mean, you're just – your jaw drops, literally, once a, at least once a game when it comes to what John Morant is doing out there. I think we've taken for granted how solid he has become as a three-point shooter. We don't even flinch when he pulls up from three. It looks so natural. He makes five triples last night. Uh, just everything that continues to make him a complete player for this team, it is really special, and I certainly feel grateful that I get to watch it live and in person. Uh, Grizzlies' next game is Wednesday at San Antonio, but in, in two of the next four games, you know, I, I, I stopped short of calling them statement games, but, but they're against Minnesota and they're, they're at New Orleans. Of those two teams, Jess, and I think, you know, right now five and six, five and five for both of them, which of the two are you more concerned about, just in terms of as it relates to the Grizzlies, who's the bigger threat? And, and I'm not just talking about in these regular season games. I mean, I mean on the season, which of those two are you more concerned about? Yeah, I'm still riding with the Pelicans in terms of being a bigger threat ultimately. Yeah. They were kind of my sleeper pick. I can't even call it a sleeper. As long as Zion Williamson remains healthy and is on that court with Brandon Ingram, with C.J. McCollum, a uh, continuing emergence of, Herb Jones is one of the best young defenders in the league, and obviously we know what Jonas Valanciunas can do. I just think they're more of a complete team, and then they have that star in what Zion can be, similar to what Jaw can level the Grizzlies up into. When it comes to what's going on in Minnesota right now, and, and we'll see if Rudy Gobert is out of health and safety protocols by the time the Timberwolves come into FedEx Forum on Friday, but it was always a matter of, okay, how does Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns function mm. together as one? And they're still figuring things out, and I'm, I'm not entirely sure it ever gets figured out. I think Anthony Edwards is tremendous. He's one of my favorite young players to watch in the league. I think coming out of the playoffs last year, it was like, oh, this could set up some really fun matchups between the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves and, and a budding young rivalry. Uh, I'm just not sure they have the totality of the pieces in place to ultimately – achieve what they were going after in that giant Gobert trade that had all of us raise our eyebrows. We're talking to Jessica Benson. Join us every Tuesday here on the show Ketron Rise and Grind. Ketron on the Grizz Radio Network. All right, moving on to uh, Memphis basketball, the Tigers here. Um, they yeah. they go on the road. They get a win, and uh, it was relatively drama-free. That's nice, right? That's, I think that's my biggest takeaway is it just feels 
it feels good. Like yesterday in the college basketball world, and it was really hard to balance between the full slate of college games. You had 15 games in the NBA. You had Monday Night Football. It's just everything and anything going on all at once. But when you look at Memphis, they just they took care of business. And we weren't sure what exactly the situation would be. It just There was a certain air of mystery surrounding this team and certainly some things to clean up, especially how Vandy was able to get back into it in the second half. But I was just impressed with how DeAndre Williams and Kendrick Davis are ultimately going to function as a veteran, solid duo for this team, two players that you can count on on any given night. And I'm excited to see them continue to grow. I will always root for Alex Lomax ever since the days of covering him at East High School. So to see him out there get his 10-point, 10-rebound, double-double, and only two turnovers, uh, emphasis on that last night too. I just think it's a great start to a season that's coming off a stretch of, of good times. I don't want to jinx it, but from the NCAA tournament to everything that comes down with the IARP going as good as humanly possible to the huge recruiting wins from over the weekend, things just seem to be in a pretty stable place. I got a message from Boogie Ellis, and it said pain. Oh, my God. After a season-opening <laughs> loss, 74-61, to his old Florida Gulf Coast team, Andy Enfield. My goodness, Jessica, I didn't know if we were going to address this today with you, but I, I think we've got to. We've got to hold you accountable. Uh, I totally agree. You know, I made the mistake of this morning on Rise and Grind. I was going through the, the top 25 scores yesterday, and they all handedly blew out the variety of, of easy-peasy games they had night one. And yep. I, had, I had fallen asleep and, and not seen the end of the USC game. The last I had seen, Boogie Ellis had made the, the first basket of the season. It felt like I had this Memphis-USC connection forever and always and then i'm rolling through scores and obviously usc's not ranked but you lose to florida gulf coast which was a bit of a shock to start the season in los angeles but it's okay it's all right it's game one no college basketball season was ever lost on night one and that is what i will stand with it's very true uh all right give me your uh give me your prediction for uh the top four the, the college football playoff who's it going to be oh gosh Let's, we, 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 don't, we don't have to – I mean, Oregon's not making it. doesn't matter. Let's see, but Okay, see, that's the thing. You're, you're talking to someone who will always somehow find a way to say, but what if a one-loss Oregon team or what if USC were able to control their destiny and beat Oregon in a Pac-12 championship game? I digress. It will most likely be Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee. And I'm rolling with TCU. I think the Big 12 is wild and weird, but I think they get past Texas this week. And I think Max Duggan has that offense in a really solid place right now. So if I had to say it today, that's the four, but just know I am, I am hoping and praying as always that the West coast will find a way to be represented some way, somehow. I appreciate you saying that because we have a lot of haters. We have a lot of TCU. We have a lot of horn frog haters around here. Uh, namely my partner. He just hated on TCU every single week, doesn't believe him, doesn't trust him. You know, at some point, they are still undefeated. They're about to lose. They are still undefeated, so, you know. It feels, uh, Jason, I, it feels fragile. Like, it just the turnaround that Sonny Dykes has been able to do for this team, it feels like there's absolutely no way that they can go the rest of the season. But if they get past Texas and it's Baylor, it's Iowa State, um, I don't know. It just feels like things are are trending in a direction where I'm ready to believe in the Horned Frogs. What about Ryan Silverfield? Can he turn it around? <laughs> I'm not sure about that one. Okay. Less of a less of a place of belief right now. No, that was that was a really tough one to watch over the weekend, and to know that now you have a Thursday night game against Tulsa. Um, the crowd situation could be a bit dim at Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium on Thursday. You just hate to see it. It would have been wonderful to send either Houston or UCF or, God forbid, both of them off to the Big 12 with a big fat loss, uh, and instead you have two pretty devastating ways of going the opposite direction. And why you go off for it on 4th and 16, I am still trying to figure it out here I was 48 going, hours later. I was going to ask you that. Just make sure that everybody in the entire world would have kicked it at 4th and 16. You're, you're, you're with yeah. us on that one. All right. <laughs> I, I screamed adamantly at my television of a variation of expletives of what are you doing in this moment? And he said, you know, wasn't looking for analytics. Yeah, it's clear because it just seems like one of those overthinking and not thinking at the same time, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. It was just bad. Fundamentally, if you were, and I, know, and I realize this is, this is very difficult. It's a difficult position to be in. And I know nobody on this show uh, envies it. But if you were Laird Veach right now, and, you know, <clears throat> let's presume they get a bowl. Let's, let's uh, presume they get to a bowl. They get bowl eligibility. 
what 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 goes into your decision making here? Is there a decision to be made? Um, like if you if you're layered, what are you evaluating right now? I mean, you look at unfortunately that decision to go for it on fourth and sixteen. Like I know it's just one play in, in the midst of many, but you can start looking at a trend of decisions and a trend of games where you just didn't live up to expectations. My thing with it is, is you just never know the grass is not always greener on the other side. And is there still something left to be, to be brought out of Ryan Silverfield as head coach at the university of Memphis. And that's on Laird beach to ultimately decide that's on also monitoring the situation. Is there somebody out there that you feel would obviously do a better job and that's where it, it's complicated you never know how it's going to go I'm still rooting on him to lead this team to bowl eligibility this season but it feels a little bleak coming out of this last weekend a four-game losing streak is never fun to be a part of and it would be so strange for Memphis at this point in the trajectory of, of the program to miss a bowl I can't even imagine Jessica appreciate you as thank always thank you so much Jess fight on thank you guys have a good one yeah, you too. she is Jessica Benson joins us every single Tuesday here on the show. Uh, we will come back. Norton Hurd, the fourth, is going to be in studio uh, where we will talk about his trip to Nashville, seeing the Tigers up close and personal, and uh, get his thoughts on the Memphis basketball. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files to the coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Mean. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason yeah. and John, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 hey, FM so ESPN. Did y'all boys not get the memo? I do not stay at the Intercontinental. And anything I got is not a rental. I own them all. Figure it out, it's simple. My stock been going up like a crescendo. A bunch of handshakes from the fakes. But I do not want to be friends, though. I tell you, I'm off. Man, this is not a love song. This a Well, we have a big announcement to make. Tops Barbecue has done it again. Oh, my Lord. Yes, they have. My Lord. I got three words. Well, four words, actually. Fire braised chicken sandwich. It's available at Tops Barbecue. That Memphis white sauce got a great kick to it. We had a chance to try it this morning. Yes, this morning. What a way to start the day. It's amazing. It, you know, and, and, and Tops does this. They continue to innovate. They don't stop. Uh, this may be their best work yet. Uh, it is. It is a delicious sandwich. Got a nice zest to it. You are going to love it. It's available at Tops. Yeah, John and I had the pleasure of having the regular today, the regular size sandwich. We should have gotten the jumbo. This chicken is so perfectly cooked, seared over an open flame. And then wait till you taste this Memphis white sauce, a unique sauce that only Tops could bring to you. Tell you what, the pickles set it off as well. Delicious, as John said. It rocked my world this morning. It'll rock yours, too, because you can get it right now 
at the at the South Haven, Poplar, and Fraser locations. Again, that's at South Haven, Poplar, Fraser locations. The Topps Fire Braised Chicken Sandwich with Memphis White Sauce. You will absolutely love it. Grow, go crazy, Memphis. It's worth it. You'll absolutely love it. Topps Barbecue, innovating, always on top. 70 years and still smoking. In the meantime, in between time, Baltimore Ravens won again last night on Monday Night Football. They beat the Saints and Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is just, bro, like at, at what point, what has Jameis done? What is going on? I mean, Andy Dalton is awful, especially in primetime. He's, he's, he's among the worst uh, ever. What is Jameis Winston? I mean, Taysom Hill's, you know, one pass. I was like, hey, why is he not the guy? Had a little zip on him, didn't it? Yeah. And the team, like, like you can, you watch Alvin Kamara out there, like, man. Like, every time. That's how my Bears were when Dalton was under center. Yeah. Andy, Andy Dalton drops back, and he throws that stupid pick that you got tipped, you know, and caught by the same guy. And you could just see Kamara like, man, I wish I had a guy traded, bro. Like, this is a, this is a nightmare. It just kill any mojo you got. Andy mm-hmm. Dalton will. Yes, he will. Uh, on the other side of that, however, I mean, it's it's very hard to win in New Orleans. It's 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 one of the hardest places to win historically, even as bad as they are. <laughs> and Bal- just because y'all went down there and got shut out. Oh yeah, this Bal- this Saints is a this organization's a shell of its former self. Baltimore wins again. Um, I believe I saw a stat, Jason, where they are the first team. Since somebody that was like really awesome, maybe it was like the 2018 Chiefs or something, to be up double digits in every one of their games, mm-hmm. um, and they have been. And I do think we have probably not talked enough about them. In well, the... their defense had been down. Yeah. Well, I'm putting it on you. Uh, we have not talked about them enough in the framework of like potential Super Bowl team. And I think we probably have to start doing that. Well, we didn't need to move them up until they showed us. They yep. have been blowing leads. You bring up the point, three of the th- three losses, they all had double-digit leads in. Uh, defense was not what we were used to. I made the point in the, uh, the uh, beginning of the first hour there. They had Roquan Smith, the NFL tackles leader, and you see him last night. Those first three, four possessions with, for New Orleans, they could get nothing. And Roquan was right there in the middle of it, stopping the run, doing what he does. Yes. So it's sort of like that lift they've needed for a while in the middle, and it get, just gives them a, a sort of a, a new life in terms of defensively. You put that with what they can do offensively, and you see right now, even shorthanded. I mean, he doesn't. John, all he's got out there basically is Duvernay. Uh, they're still getting it done offensively. Lamar Jackson running the ball more, a la sort of what the Bears are doing, and uh, it's enough. Right now, what they had to do was defensively get things, you know, filed away, and they finally seemed to be coming together. Uh, last night, Roquan Smith looked great in his first game with them. Yeah, it was not. It was <clears throat> ninth consecutive game, first team since 2011 Green Bay Packers. So you got to go all the way back to the 2011 Green Bay Packers, and I believe that was the year that A. A. Ron did win the Super Bowl. Um, the Eagles have led by double digits in every single one of their games, Jason, but they have only played eight. Who they play this week, bro? They off this week? No, who they got? Mm-mm, they're not off. Uh, they are playing um, on Monday night, so they will against the Commanders. So they will extend that to nine as well. Ravens, Eagles, Super Bowl. Buy, sell, short, or go to Reddit. Nah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting the Ravens over, over the Chiefs or the Bills. I know Bills zero and two in the East. Everybody's looking at. Uh, the elbow of or the arm of Josh Allen to see, okay, how serious is this injury? But no, you're, we're not shifting Baltimore up that high based on a win over a New Orleans team that shut you guys out, but otherwise isn't much of anything. I, I don't know why you feel the need to continue to take gratuitous shots. To yeah, you're like, it's a, it's so tough to win. Like, they're going to win the – like, they're not even going to win their division. It's not the old Saints. Okay, just because you guys go down there and get shut out doesn't mean it's a tough place it to play. It is a tough place Baltimore to play. Baltimore had no trouble early on, none, and well, in basically putting that game away early yes. and showing that Saints offense well, wasn't going to be tonight. I, I just don't think this has to be a segment where you take gratuitous shots. Baltimore, if you want to put them right there with Miami, that's fine. 
uh, Miami would have the edge there, right? Miami did the, the miraculous comeback in that game, though. Yeah. So I think, again, if you're even going one, two, three, oh, give me Ravens you have to, in a matchup. You have to give put me Ravens Mi- in a rematch. You have to put Miami above the Ravens because they got the head to head right now. You know, now, that was without Roquan. You know, in the history of sports, like no team ever loses its revenge game, right? But again, for the Dolphins, too, that they didn't have Bradley Chubb, so that would be a different game now. It would. Yeah, but, but again, you, if you're going one, two, three, you still got to go. I don't care what you do with Chiefs and Bills, but you got to put Dolphins over Ravens for now. Mm-hmm. But who would you trust in a rematch? The Ravens. You would you would take the Ravens, dude. You have to. It's Lamar Jackson. If they get down, if that Miami offense puts them down early, which is fully capable of, and say Roquan doesn't solve all. Mm-hmm. If they get down, they'd be in a position where Lamar's having to you know fight you back with his arm. That's how you beat them. What are their so, no, so I'm not going to say no. Just give a right, rematch to the Ravens. I'm going to pull up. Super the Bowl. Dolphins have the kind of offense that can put the Ravens away early. And again, it it showed it in that miraculous comeback. All right, let's let's look at some futures here. I just want to. I'm just going to look at Superbook. All right, right now you can get the Ravens at plus a thousand and win the Super Bowl. I think it's pretty good odds. I do. I think it's really good odds. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.